Here we are live, YouTube live and a podcast live. We listen to this song, I Pray We'll All Be Ready, by Chicago Mass Choir. And that's my hope for you, if today was your last day on earth, I pray that you are ready to meet the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's exactly right. If you ain't ready when the time comes, you won't can't get ready. Amen. Come on. Are you ready for his return? If the Lord was to come back right now, right now, this very moment, are you ready to go and meet him? And uh, we're going to be here in Hebrews uh, uh, chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10. And, and, and this is something, I talked a little bit about it yesterday, and we've been talking about faith for a couple of weeks now. And, and, and it concerns me while we talk about faith is because faith has to be who you are and what you are. Faith is not something you just get to pick. I'm going to have faith in this situation. I'm going to have faith uh, about this or I'm going to have faith about that. You got to live in faith. You got to be part of faith. Faith is who you are. It's not what you choose to be. Faith is not an emotion. Faith is not feeling good. Faith is just your life for faith. Is just believing that Jesus Christ is with you always. You can't say, I got faith today, and then you call God a liar because you start worrying about something. Either he's got you or he don't. And we see a lot of times in the Bible that there are some men, even in the hall of faith, that have doubt. But through it all, they never stop believing. There is some times in our life that we worry. There is some times in our life that, that we have questions. But it should never take away our faith. Right. And I'm going to start right here in verse uh, uh, Hebrews 10 and, and verse 35. He said, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. Don't cast your faith away. Don't cast your confidence. You had enough confidence that you believe Jesus Christ saved your soul. Don't lose that confidence. Don't lose the recompense of reward. You got faith. He's going to get you through this. We got a storm coming. Don't act crazy about this hurricane. Yes, it's coming. It may end up being a gentle rain. God may stop it. He may He may send it back out in the ocean. It may disappear then again. It may be worse than Katrina ever thought about being. But no matter what, don't lose your faith in God. You say, God, I don't care what this storm does or don't do. My faith in you is that you're going to see me through this storm. We're going to come out on the other side of the storm. And God, if you kill me, a tree falls on me, hallelujah, you're bringing me home. But by faith, I believe everything's going to be okay. I don't want to lose my reward. I don't want to take two steps forward and three steps back with my relationship with the Lord. He says, for you have need of patience. 
that after you have done, listen to this, the will of God, you might receive the promise. When do you receive the promise? He says, you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God. Have you done the will of God? Do you walk in faith? Have you accepted His Son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior? That's the first step in faith. That's the first step that grace brings you to. If you don't have faith in who Jesus Christ is, it don't matter about the whole rest of the Bible to you. You can't have faith in something in the Bible and not have faith in Jesus Christ. For without faith in Jesus Christ, nothing is possible to you. You can have some good things happen. You can have a great life, but you still go to hell. I want you to understand that without faith, you go to hell. Listen, let me tell you how serious sin is to God. For the nice gentleman that was the perfect husband and the perfect father, for the nice woman that was the, that, that was did everything good by her kids, both of them, having not accepted Jesus Christ, will be in the devil's hell. They will be beside Satan himself in a place called hell. They don't get no, no special treatment because they was good people. They are none good, no, not one. The only good thing about you is if you have done the will of God, and the will of God is that you accept His Son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. That's Amen. His will for you. For God's will is that all men should come to repentance. For God loved the world so much that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him, that's the will of God, to believe in His Son, Jesus Christ, that you won't perish, you won't go to hell, but you will have your reward in heaven. On this side of heaven, you may never have a new house. You may never have a nice car. You may never have a great relationship with your husband and wife. You may have crazy kids. You may have disease. You may have every bad thing happen to you. But on the other side of this life, you have heaven. Amen. And everything you went through on this side of life <clears throat> was worth it. Right. Because you kept the faith. Got to be persistent. Amen. He said, for yet... A little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. You see, we we as humans have been believing on his return since he uh, uh, come out of the grave. They've been preaching it was the last days since then. But God does not tarry. We may think, well, he should have done come already. Well, it don't matter what we think. God, to him, a day is a thousand years. So for us, it's only been two days for God since His Son was on the cross. It's been 2,000 years. But when God's cup is filled up, when He's finally through with us, we keep acting the way we're acting. We keep doing the things we're doing. Guess what? He's going to shorten the days, and He's going to come. I want you to be ready. I want you to be part of the remnant. I want you to be part of the bride. But you can't be part of the bride. You can't be part of the remnant if you don't have faith. <coughs> and, you, and you can't cherry pick faith. You can't say, well, I'm going to have faith in this, but I'm going to worry about where my money for the bills is coming. I'm going to worry about what the doctor just said. I'm going to worry about this and worry about... No, you're calling God a liar. Either he's got you or he don't. By faith, you go through whatever you're going through by faith. Right. He said, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Listen to this again. Now the just 
shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, in other words, if you start doubting God, you say, God, I know your son saved my soul, but I just don't believe you're going to get me out of this problem. I just don't believe that you're going to save me from this situation. I just don't believe I'm going to have the money for these bills or whatever. You're drawing back from the faith. You go through it with faith. You say, by faith, if they need that car, tell them to come get it. God will give me another car. By faith, if that doctor says you're going to die, you say, praise God, I'm coming to see you, Jesus. By faith, you believe if he's going to heal you, he's going to heal you. Whatever it is, you don't draw back from the faith. Amen. You stay faithful no matter what. Because he said he will have no pleasure in you. He don't get nothing out of you. By faith, God receives the glory. Do you understand that these people that are being persecuted in Afghanistan right now, do you understand the idea that they're not denying Jesus Christ, that they're suffering horrible deaths, but God is being glorified in their death? Because the ones that are killing them are saying, man, they must really believe in this Jesus because there's no way I would die. For someone like that. I wouldn't die for this person or that person. You, you understand that when they die honorable death and faith in Jesus Christ. That God is glorified in their death. So we don't understand that. If you don't live by faith. You don't understand that. When you go through something. Whatever it is you go through. And you go through it with faith. You shine to the people around you. God is glorified because someone said. You know what? That man had a real bad problem. Him and his wife was almost divorced. But they kept going to church and they kept praying and they kept believing. And look, their, their, their relationship has been restored better than it ever was before. Faith brings glory to God. But he does not receive faith in a double-minded man who's unstable in all of his ways. He does not receive faith in a faithless prayer. If you pray, you have faith, you ask, and you believe it to become true. Don't send a faithless prayer to God if you want to. You pray in faith. Lord, if it be your will, please allow this to happen. Understand your will ain't God's will, so always pray in the will of God. He said, But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Right here, I want to ask you a question. I'm going to read these two verses back to back. And I want you to ask yourself, which person are you? Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Are you the one that draws back? Or, verse 39, but we are not of them who draw back. Are you the one that don't draw back? Unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Which person are you? Do you live by faith? See, he says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Understand, what is a substance? Think about a subfloor. Think about the foundation of your house. It's a substance. It's something you stand firm on. It's something that you trust. When you woke up this morning, you didn't think your floor was going to fall through. You got out of bed. You walked across the floor. When you went out there and cranked your truck, you didn't take the jumper cables with you. You had faith to believe when you turned the key over, it was going to crank. We live in faith by a lot of things, but yet we have no faith in the God of the universe. He says, 
For by it the elders obtain good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds, listen to this, the worlds, it's got an S on it, that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, we didn't see God, but God spoke it. And he made things that we can see. He spoke the word. And the worlds, the universe was formed. He spoke the word. He spoke Jesus. And you go to Colossians and you realize that Jesus created everything in this earth. That Jesus was the word. And he has preeminent over this earth. He can make the rocks cry out. The trees bring him glory. The flowers that bloom bring him glory. The winds bring him glory. This is the creation of Jesus Christ. Something we did not see brought us something we do see. See, we have faith in the God we can't see, but by faith, I believe it with all my heart and I trust with all my heart that when I die, I will see the unseen. Amen. I will be in heaven with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. I will bow at their feet. I will sing praises unto Him night and day. I will do whatever we are allowed to do in heaven. I believe that more than I believe I'm sitting there talking to you on the radio right now. I believe it by faith. He says... Uh-oh. We got... We got a... Uh, somebody got shot up here. Who got shot? Got rid of that. <laughs> All them folks trying to call you saying you something. Yep. He says, verse 4, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. Understand that sometimes we don't realize that faith has to bring obedience. If you don't have obedience... I can't say that you have faith. By faith, you have to do what God says do. See, by faith, Abel brought the right sacrifice, but Cain just wanted to do what he wanted to do. Cain didn't want to bring the right sacrifice. Cain wanted to do it his way. Amen. And a lot of times in church, we want to do it our way. We don't necessarily want to do it the way the Lord says do it. We don't want to do it what happens you see Saul I mean Samuel told Saul that obedience was better than sacrifice because Saul the first anointed king over Israel decided to do it his way Samuel told him that God said destroy all of them but then when he didn't destroy them Samuel said what is the bleeding that I hear in my ears Saul was supposed to kill all the animals he was supposed to kill the king he was supposed to kill them all but he didn't do what he was told. And therefore, Saul didn't live by obedience. And he asked for Samuel to live to repent. But that was the last relationship Samuel ever had with Saul again until the day he died. So I, I want you to understand, to be obedient to the Word of God is to live by faith. It's to say this Bible tells me how to live in my faith. I may not understand it. I may not comprehend it. Some of these things is, is hard for me to, 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 to think about. 
But by faith, I believe it, and by faith, I'm going to do it. It takes more than going to church. It takes a lot more than going to church. Amen. It does. I always try to tell people, you know, you don't forsake the assembly of going to church. Right. You're supposed to go to church. But, you know, there's some people in prison that they can't go to church. Mm-hmm. There's some people in, 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 in third world countries that don't have churches. Right. But they can still get together and have church on the bunks. Right. Because where two or three are gathered. They can still get into a hut somewhere. They can still get together and talk about God. Because he said, where two or three are gathered, right. in my name, right. you have a church. Right. See, me and you have a church right now. Exactly. There's two of us here. That's right. I might count for three because I'm kind of big. Well, you probably count three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm counting three and a half over here. But there's three here. Amen. And you and me and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And that's what makes a difference, the Holy Ghost. Absolutely. If there was no anointing in this room, there wouldn't be nobody tuning in. Amen. I believe that. Amen. The Word under the anointing would do something. The Word without the anointing doesn't accomplish anything. Amen. Amen. All right. Yesterday I touched on Enoch. I want to talk a little bit about Enoch again. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now listen to verse 6, he's still talking about Enoch, but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh by God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now understand, at age 65, Enoch had a son named Methuselah, but Enoch followed God for 300 years. And not only did he follow God, he preached about God in a ruthless time. This is a time where they were given in marriage and they were drunk. And this is, you know, just a few years later, Noah's going to be born and Noah's going to preach for 120 years. You see, Enoch preached during this same time before Noah started preaching to these same evil uh, uh, full of iniquity people that didn't believe in God. They just wanted to live. They just wanted to do what they wanted to do. They they was lawless. They, they, they was full of fornicators, adulterers, cursers, murderers, backbiters. They were jealous. And it was so bad that God almost repented from making man until he seen a man named Noah. Amen. But you see, Enoch preached during this time because we have record of it in the book of Judas. Enoch told him that God's going to come with ten thousands of his own. Now understand, when he says ten thousand, it don't mean the actual ten thousand. That was just a big number for them. They hadn't counted to millions and billions yet. So what number ten thousand means? A whole bunch. That Christ is going to come back with a whole bunch. But guess what? Ain't nobody going to do nothing but Christ. Enoch was telling them that Christ, they will, Christ, God will come back. And Christ will speak the word. And that the, the devil, the antichrist, all those that took the mark of the beast, death and hell will be picked up and cast into the lake of fire. Amen. There won't be no battle. God, let me tell you something. The devil is no match for God. I can't stand to see when someone says... That the devil is winning and Jesus is winning and it's going back and forth. It's not going back and forth. God has never lost. He's never lost nothing to the devil. 
Jesus Amen. Christ has never lost nothing to the devil. You may have lost some battles in your life. I may have lost some battles. I have lost some battles in my life. But it wasn't Jesus Christ's fault. It was my fault for not having faith in the Lord. Amen. I did it to myself. So when you see they, there's one picture that really infuriates me. It's a picture of, of Jesus and the devil arm wrestling. And they tied up in the middle like it's a big struggle. The devil is no match for Jesus Christ. Zero, zilch, none. Jesus Christ will speak to the devil. And he'll be <laughs> cast into the lake of fire. Put your faith in the one that wins. If you're confused about this whole thing, read Revelation. Read the last chapters and see who wins. Put your faith in the winner. What profit does it do you to serve the devil? What profit does it do you to serve yourself? Serve Jesus Christ. Have some faith. Walk in faith. Believe in faith. Breathe in faith. Everything about you should be in faith in Jesus Christ. He says, I'm going to go back to 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, now listen, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you seek Jesus Christ? Do you wake up in the morning and is your first prayers to Jesus Christ? Do you say, thank you, Jesus, not for waking me up, but thank you for allowing me to represent you one more day. Put someone in my path. Let me be your oracle today. Let me plant a seed today. Let me do something by faith for the kingdom of God today. Do, do you walk in, in, in accordance? In the book of Amos it says, How can two walk together if they're not agreed? Do you walk in agreement with Jesus Christ? Or are you a weekend warrior? Are you a Sunday worshiper? Who are you in Christ Jesus? Right. Do you speak boldly as you ought to? Do you diligently, with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, do you diligently seek the face of God day and night? How many breaks do you take during the day? How many times do you stop having faith? How many times do you say, well, I'm not even going to think about it. I'm just going to rest my mind. That kills me when I hear people say they've been praying and they've been reading. I just got to rest my What? If you got to rest your mind from Christ, you ain't doing it right. It should be who you are. That's like saying you got to take a break from yourself. This is supposed to be natural to you. You shouldn't have to, on purpose, have faith. It should be a byproduct of who you are. By faith, the Christian walks by faith. The just shall live by faith. He says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen, as yet moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteous, which is by faith. I want you to think about Noah. For 120 years, he was mocked, he was laughed at, could you imagine for 120 years telling people it's going to rain? Telling people the world's going to flood and they never even seen rain before? That's, that's like us right now going around telling people repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand 
and they don't even bat an eye. They don't listen. The other day, I, w I went to the eye doctor, and uh, I asked, there was two ladies at the desk, and I asked the ladies, I said, do you know Jesus Christ? She said, yes, I do. And the other lady didn't answer me. And I said, ma'am, and she looked at me all crazy. I said, do you know Jesus Christ? And she gave me this disgusting look. She said, no. And I said, just think about it. Just just think about it for a while. Just just give him a chance. And she just got up and smooth walked away. She don't hear nothing about no Jesus. Now the other girl, she might have been the same way, but at least she listened. And I pray that that, that that something, maybe some seed or something was planted in that young girl's life that she can talk to her buddy. Because she did say that she goes to church. Maybe she's seen the reaction to her friend. Maybe she'll invite her to church. Who knows? But guess what happens if you do nothing? Nothing. You got to, if you do something, God can work with it. Y'all hold on, we got a phone call. WGDQ, how are you? I'm doing good. Okay, hold on. Hold on, let me put you on the air. Okay, man, everybody wanna hear everybody wants to hear from you. Hold on one sec, okay? Are you there, ma'am? Yes, sir. Okay, go ahead. This, this flesh, this tent, this tent 
from the dead dog to a new house, which is a godly house. Amen. Amen. Made our Father God, and that uh, we need to know that there is a transition that's going to take place. Now, you have to decide what transition you want. You know, you have to decide whether you're going to, we're going to be obedient to God because he said if you would keep my commands, and that includes a mandate to go and tell the good news, and we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid. Amen. That he will never leave us nor forsake us. That we don't have to be afraid. That that fear is not of him. He'll strengthen us. He'll speak through us. But you, you, you want, we want us to study the word, get it down in us, then go and tell. Amen. You can't tell anything that you don't know anything about. You know. And then as we go and as we be obedient to what God tells us to do, he'll move. Just like he did with Moses when he told him to go to Egypt to free his people. And Moses was, was fearful. He said, Lord, I can't see. He said, don't worry about that. You go. I'll send somebody. You go. That's right. And so he did. You talked about obedience. You all talked about obedience. It's in obedience that we, we please God in faith. And when we're obedient, obedient to God, we're moving in faith. For those things we don't even see, but we know because God said it. Amen. He said it. And if he said it, that sounds it. How do you know then? <laughs> what you mean if he said it? Well, he spoke existence into existence. That's right. We couldn't put the sun down. We couldn't put the moon down. Amen. We couldn't make the wind blow. And we feel the wind, but we can't see it, but we feel it. That's right. We couldn't do that. Only God could do that. Amen. So then if we know without a doubt that he is real and that he is the self-existing God, the I am, so therefore, why wouldn't you serve a God who is able to speak to the wind and the wind blows? Mm -hmm. Tell it. You're right. Why wouldn't you serve a God that the sea obey and that trees bow down? You know, why <laughs> wouldn't you serve a God that even he made the ass think when Balaam was going uh, and there was a swinging sword, you know, and he made, he made the, 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 um, the donkey speak and tell him there's a swinging sword. Who would serve a God that, that when you, uh, your child is sick and with all that we are going through now, that he uh, uh, was faithful, that he would shield, and that he would protect. And I know that we say, well, you know, death had come to my house. Will death come to your house? Ask yourself, if it took my loved one, if were they saved? Were they in God's hands? And if it come to me, when I say that, that one of these old days that I'm going to have a new house, a glorified house, a place where we can reign, where, where there will be no more death, no more sickness, no more crying, no more hurting, no more brokenness, Come on. no more misunderstanding, no yep. more lying on, no more worry about the deal. Will we be able to say that we have done and we were obedient to God by giving him our lives? 
can we say that we obey him? Can we say that we trust him? Can we say a God who's able that everything belongs to him, that he wants to bless you with shelter and food and clothing? Amen. But he blesses me that he, even when I don't deserve, but I don't deserve it. In fact, I don't deserve it. And when we, he, he blessed me in spite of, in spite of, and then turn around on top of that, he walked me this morning. He gave me a portion of health and strength. But not only that, he assigned my hands to do something. This day, if he had not, I would have went on to the house with him. And I put it to the house just like that so you can understand that this house that we live in, this tent, that breath blows through, there's a soul. You're right. There's a soul. Amen. And this soul will move from this tent. When, when, you, when you're aching and your body is in pain, when you when you can't move like you used to move, when you can't see what, like you used to see, know that this tent is being broken down so we can move to a better, a better, new and glorious Amen, amen. So, so I, I just want to ask, and I just want to petition uh, 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 people now, now is the time to seek God. Now is the time because if you seek when you shall find, knock in the door shall come. You'll come in and he'll start with you. And he will bring within you. Now is the time. Why not? Do Amen. It? Why not do it? Well, we've tried everything here. Why not try Jesus? Why not? Because if you don't, you're rejecting him in the Bible say that there is a woe when you reject mm. our Lord and Savior Jesus. Oh, you, 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 so, so, so therefore why would you take that time that it's like playing Russian roulette with your wife? Why would you do that? Mm. Don't, Don't make sense. Jesus. Don't reject him. Amen. Don't reject him. He died on the cross. He suffered. He bled. He was beaten. He was for our sake. He did that for us because he loved us. And he loved us so much. But he died, but he didn't stay in the grave. He got up. <laughs> Amen. Don't reach it. Because that's why he's putting him back on the cross. Don't do it. Give him your life today, baby. Give him free even to today. I beg you. Give him your life today. Get in the Word. Have a prayer life with Him. Just the little type with Jesus. I'll make everything all right. Amen. Oh, I beg you today. Don't put off the day for tomorrow. Because tomorrow is not promised. In fact, the next That's right. is not promised to us. Give your life to Jesus. Jesus is, and it's not about strength. He's waiting. He's waiting on me. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you you can't you can't change yourself. I can't change myself. But through the word of God and through the Holy Spirit of hiding within us. He'll change. Amen. He'll change you. He'll mold and shape you. So give him your life today. We can't change ourselves. And it don't matter who you are, he loves us all. It That's right. Matter what you've done. He 
Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. Thank you. God bless you, man. Bye-bye. God bless you. All right. Look, we go. I think it's lunchtime. It's almost lunchtime. Almost. Yeah, about 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay, good. We're, well, we're going to play some music, and uh, we get back into some talking here in just a little bit. Uh, here we go. Where are you now? When darkness is to end Where are you now When the 